Hello, this is Brian Williams, and welcome to the Greater Southington Business Podcast. Throughout my career as an investment advisor and working alongside entrepreneurs, nonprofit directors, and business leaders, I've heard some amazing stories. This podcast was created to tell the stories behind the local products and services you use every day. This podcast is designed to inform and inspire. All right, on this episode, I'm here with Kelly Breyer and Frankie Madeira, and we're going to talk a little bit about long-run nutrition. This is Kelly. Um, So we are two dietitians in the Hamden-Wallingford area. Um, Basically, we provide nutrition counseling, um, focus more towards weight loss and nutrition for activity runners or other general um, weightlifters, gym goers, um, just active individuals. Uh, we realized that along with nutrition, um, being active is, is part of being healthy. So we like our kind of ideal client to be someone who cares about, uh, exercise along with, um, being just healthy in general. Okay. And how did the two of you meet? We worked together at a hospital, um, St. Vincent's in Bridgeport as clinical dietitians and we became really great friends and we were saying, Oh, maybe we could do something else besides working clinically. And then it just kind of all snowballed into starting a private practice. Yeah. It was just kind of like one day we talked about it. And then before we knew it, we kind of had a website and an Instagram and then we were doing it (laughs) before we could even think about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what was that time frame between when you first came up with the idea and then Um, and then when you decided to really go ahead with it, um, there's this nutrition conference that happens every year called Fancy, And so we went to that, which was October. October. So probably from October to December, we were in it. (laughs) Yeah, We were, we were starting, we were trying to get our name out there. Yeah. It took a little time to like build a website and, um, kind of learn the whole process, like what things we needed to do. Um, and then I think in December we opened up our Instagram and then I think that's really what kind of drove our business a little bit bigger. Okay. So people started finding you on, on Instagram through, through various hashtags and, and events that you tag. Right. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the letters after your name and what does all that stand for? So we're registered dietitians. So that means that we went to school, um, got a four year essentially degree in nutrition. Uh, and then we did an internship, which is 1200 unpaid hours of working, which takes about a year. And then you sit for an exam. So similar to nursing, they need to sit for an exam to be a registered nurse. We have to sit for an exam to be a registered dietitian. Um, so it varies by state if you're licensed or, um, just kind of credentialed. So we're a certification state in Connecticut. So we're registered dietitians, but some states are licensed registered dietitians, but they're the same. Um, or also nutritionists, but not all nutritionists are registered dietitians, which is kind of the irritating part about the field a little bit. Yeah. Basically everybody can say that they're a nutritionist. Um, so we're constantly kind of almost fighting with them in a certain way because they might not have the knowledge that we have, um, the scientific background and the continuing education that we have. Right. I can, yeah, I can see where that could be confusing because 
for the normal person, they might use those terms interchangeably. There's quite a bit more involved right. in, in being a dietitian and the licensing process that you both went through. Right, right. And Kelly is also um, has an extra certification, which you can do. There's some extra fields as part of being a dietitian that you can get into. Um, yeah, it's certified specialist in obesity and weight management, which is, um, it was just an extra exam that I was able to take after having a certain amount of years under my belt as a dietitian. Okay. And how, how does what you're doing now, how is that different than what you did when you two worked together at the hospital? Um, in the hospital, we work with people who are already sick. Okay. Obviously, they're already in the hospital, so they might, um, like I specifically worked with um, cancer patients and um, people who've had GI surgery. Um, Frankie works with a lot of cardiac rehab patients, um, people who have congestive heart failure or heart attacks. Um, and typically, they're so acutely ill at this point that they're not really listening to what we're saying. We're coming in after they just had this life-changing event, coming to the room and we're like, oh, hey stop adding salt to your food. And they're like, listen, lady, I got other things on my mind. I don't want to be doing this right now. And um, a lot of the time, these people aren't really ready for change. Okay. So um, in the private practice side of things, we are kind of um, reaching people before they get to that point. They're ready for a change. They don't want it to escalate any further. They don't want to have to end up in the hospital. So we're kind of stopping it before that happens. And some clients who come to us for private practice may be on the brink of, oh, they're pre-diabetic or have some hypertension. So they may have some things, but they want to learn a way nutrition-wise how they can stop those from escalating to end up in the hospital. So we're trying to reach them before they get to that point. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I imagine you can share some stories from being in the hospital of, of people that you helped out that were in a position that those people are not quite in yet. So you can almost kind of scare them a little bit into doing the right thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see it. We see it um, when it can get really bad in the hospital. So. Did you both leave your jobs right away as soon as you started or did you kind of work both angles for a little bit or what was that process? We're still working full time okay. clinically um, just because we're still trying to build a client base. And I know they say you should jump in and then you're really in it. But, you know, we have big lives happening. So, sure. um, but we both still work, which is good. Okay. I like doing the side, kind of the side hustle because it's. Okay the bigger we grow, the better we feel about it. So yeah, Frankie and I are, um, I think a little more cautious too. So we don't want to, um, just kind of leave our full-time jobs without really having a stable income with, um, long run nutrition. Okay. And how has the growth been so far in the business, uh, about what you had thought? Um, I think it's, it's gone a lot better than we thought. I didn't think that we, um, when we first kind of started, we didn't really, we weren't really sure what was going to happen. Um, but then slowly but surely people started reaching out to us either by word of mouth or Instagram or just by Googling, you know, dietitians near Wallingford. Yeah. We, we both have like a handful of, of clients right now and, um, we're growing. I was on maternity leave. I had a baby back in April, so it went a little bit slower than it probably would have if I didn't. But, um, yeah, we're pretty happy with how far we've grown so far. And I think too, we've found some, or clients have found us that are really more towards our like ideal people we want to work with and they want to put in the work themselves. And so, you know, you get sometimes where people are just on the fence, but now I think we have some good clients that are really ready to work with us and make changes. And I think 
that for us, seeing the growth in, in clients is really where we wanted to be. Yeah. Okay. So you're working with, um, you like to work with active people and, and athletes all across the spectrum. So you're working with people, maybe just getting involved in some, some local races or just weekend warrior type activities to, I guess, maybe some more serious athletes. Yeah, my one of actually my first clients was um, a girl who signed. She had signed up for three or four um, triathlons, and she was a serious athlete. But she was like, I know in order to improve my performance, I need to really um, get my nutrition. She she would say that the fourth leg of the triathlon is nutrition, mm. and I always thought that was a cool thing. But we also have some clients that just want to feel better when they're being active, so not necessarily that super. Um, crazy competitive athlete, but just more people who want to feel better about themselves. How is the advice a little bit different for athletes, even if it's just, even if they're just getting started than somebody who maybe is just a, a, a non-athlete, but looking to be a healthy individual? Well, for athletes in particular, we probably aren't going to be focusing so much on weight loss. We might be focusing more on performance, um, getting the macronutrient ratios correct, which means, you know, um, making sure that they're getting enough carbohydrates and enough protein, um, whether their goals be to gain muscle. Um, if they're more of an endurance athlete, they might want to improve their race time. So we might be manipulating the carbohydrates. Um, obviously, we'll want to make sure that they're getting enough fluid and electrolytes. So for more serious athletes, it might be a little more in depth. Um, but for the general, like healthy person, we kind of, um, we'll start a little bit smaller and we'll kind of meet them where they're at, um, by making smaller changes. Okay. And are you initially meeting your clients in person or is a lot of it done online? It's, um, it's up to the client, really. We have a couple clients who are, you know, we talk to them via video chat and phone call and some, some clients that do just want to see us in person, which is great. We, you know, either one works for us. It's just kind of whatever they're comfortable with. And sometimes they're more comfortable at first with a couple phone calls. Okay. And then, then maybe they want to meet us in person or, or vice versa. You get to know them and then they're like, oh, let me just call you real quick to, to have a session, which is fine too. Yeah. But technology has been really helpful because now we don't have to just see people in Connecticut. We can see people all over. Um, I have one client who is in New Mexico and we do biweekly phone calls. So it's been really helpful wow. to be able to do that um, and reach people through Instagram or Facebook, um, like all over the country. Okay. And when you work with people out of state, is there any sort of licensing issues or anything with that? Or just because you're, you're approved in, in Connecticut and licensed here, it works all over? There, there is licensing issues if you're doing medical nutrition therapy, but because we're um, focusing more just on weight loss and building healthy habits, um, there's not really any licensing issues that we have to worry about. If okay. we were doing like diabetes education or heart healthy education, then yeah, we would have to worry about licensing issues. Okay. And, and walk me through that first meeting. What type of questions do you like to uh, get into, into with people? Is it more um, their thoughts and feelings and sort of the emotion or, or how they got to where they are? Or is it a little bit more technical and numbers oriented, asking them, you know, kind of what their diet is? Or do you focus a little bit on both? We have, um, when someone wants to work with us, we send them an initial kind of questionnaire so that our first meeting with them, we have some information. So they type it, they give us their height and weight, maybe their struggles with weight, if that's their, their goal, um, or any issues with eating, if they have, you know, food allergies. And then when we, we sit down with them, we have a little bit of background. 
but I usually have them walk me through, you know, a whole day of, of eating. Um, and then just anything that they've tried in the past, if they've seen a dietitian before, if they've tried different diets, we have a lot of clients that have tried 10 different diets and obviously nothing's worked for them. Um, so we ask them, you know, what things, what parts of diets have worked for them? Um, things that they like, didn't like, we try and just have them lead the conversation with their feelings around food, um, their lifestyle too, because everybody has a different lifestyle. Um, Kelly and I definitely maybe have a little bit of a different approach, but we try to get the same information from, from people because a lot of it is emotional. Yeah, we definitely, uh, for a lot of our clients, um, we'll tap into the emotional side of things like, like stress eating or, um, binge eating. Like we'll try, we'll kind of try and figure out the issues behind, um, the food because it's not just about the food. It's always about emotions behind the food. Um, you don't, you're you're not overeating because you you really like the food it's because you're trying to mask what else is something else that's going on in your life and you said technology is important do you have systems in place to monitor their you know caloric intake or or their their macros do you have something set up like that or do you just kind of walk it walk through it in conversations yeah there's an app called my fitness pal which we use frequently um and we kind of will become friends with them on my fitness pal so we can view what foods they're eating and then make suggestions that way um i do have a couple clients who don't like me to view it which is fine mm -hmm. but then um it makes it a little bit harder for me to be able to make recommendations because I can't actually see what they're eating. And you mentioned some people come to you and they've tried nine or 10 different diets and this fad and that fad. So what techniques do you have to make this time different to really make it stick? Well, I, something that I like to do for clients too is just have them give me a rundown of like a work day or, you know, a, a weekday of what, what they're eating. And then I never like to immediately take away foods like, oh, you shouldn't be eating that. You shouldn't be doing that. I try to add in things where I think like they're definitely not eating enough protein or they're not eating any carbs because their previous diet didn't allow them to eat carbs and just do small goals where focus on one meal. So focus on, oh, they don't eat breakfast. So let's try and get them to do that. So just focusing on one thing at a time. And I try to add in different foods, whereas they've just been used to restricting things in the past. So it's trying to just, like Kelly said earlier, just meet them where they're at and just try to make little, because anything too big, um, yeah, like fad, unattainable. Fad diets usually will make huge changes at once. So like you go keto and you're eliminating all of these foods and you're making all of these changes in your life and you don't have those systems in place to have made those changes yet. So you're only able to last on this diet for two to three weeks. And then you're like, oh, screw it. You know, I, I'm going to a birthday party and I really want to have cake. So we make really small changes, which might be frustrating to our clients in the beginning because they're not losing uh, huge amounts of weight at first. But in the long run, it will help them. Um, that's why we picked our name. <laughs> in the long run, it will help them um, be able to make those changes and keep those healthy habits. Right. And that's really the key is to make it stick, not just go through your program and revert back to old habits. Right. What is the wackiest fad diet you've ever run across? That's a great question. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> <laughs> I have had people ask me about different things like those yeah. 
juice cleanses and it's just like for three days you just drink juice and then or like you know cayenne pepper and lemon mm -hmm. and then it literally just makes you go to the bathroom all day but then you lose probably five maybe ten pounds just like of water and dehydration yeah and you then, step on the scale and you see wow i'm down <laughs> five pounds and then you know eat food again and then you drink water and then you're back up five pounds because it wasn't true fat loss low carb weight watchers um jenny craig nutrisystem those seem to be like those, the frequent yeah. flyers are there any of those of the more popular ones that, that you mentioned that actually have some merit that that you could actually that you not maybe recommend but say hey you know they're not that bad weight watchers is is not a bad is is fine as long as it's right for the person so really a diet only works if it's if it's something that the person can keep doing so somebody might really like counting points and can do that for their whole life and then it will work for them but other people it'll drive them crazy and um so we wouldn't recommend that for them which and is why working with a dietitian <laughs> is the best option because we will be able to create a plan that works for you what is what is the typical engagement like are people really all in for maybe a couple months and then and then the visits sort of stretch out a little bit and you kind of keep them as clients forever or how's that been working? Um, well, I wouldn't say that we're able to keep clients forever just yet because we're still fairly new. Right. But, um, yeah. In the beginning, you know, everyone's gung ho and they're like, Oh, I'm going to make these changes. And then it's, you know, they're, it starts to wane a little bit and life gets in the way and it's our job to be able to help them stay on track and to kind of give them more motivation. Yeah. And we, um, we kind of strayed away from selling people packages. We kind of sell them accountability. So a monthly, you know, they pay us monthly to either talk to us once a week or biweekly. So based on their level of accountability. So we don't say, Oh, we're going to do this six month program. We say, Oh, we're going to do this, you know, however, for however long they need us. But if you want to talk to us once a week, great. But if you think you only need every other week, that's fine too. So then it's not, there's not an end point for them. Okay. So they're not like, oh, I only have to do this for six months, you know, but they can drop off whenever, but when they feel ready, but it seems to hold on to people a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. So the packages are really built by the type of relationship the client thinks is going to work out rather than you pitching a, a particular package, right? right? If it's working for them, then, you know, they, they sign on for another month. If it's not working for them, then they can find um, something else that might be working for them better. Let's switch back to marketing for a little second. So you mentioned Instagram, what other stuff worked early on and, and uh, are you still, are you continuing with those? Um, Instagram has worked really well. And then there was a website called health profs, um, which we aren't on anymore, but, um, we were able to get a few leads from there. It basically just brings you to the top of the Google search website. Okay. Um, and then Facebook, I'm, I'm trying to get a little bit more into, I, we haven't really focused on that in the past, but um, the more I'm learning and the more I'm hearing is that Facebook can be really helpful in building communities. Um, so I've been kind of trying to push it there. We've had, um, we have a application sort of to work with us on our website and we've had some people fill that out just from, Googling, you know, dietitians, and I, I guess some of them have been local, but some of them have been all over the place. And so I guess they would just Google us and mm -hmm. then we get this application that comes into our inbox and we can reach out to someone that way. Um, so that's been helpful having a good website. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's got to be a nice feeling. You wake up in the morning and you got a couple potential new clients in your inbox or somebody who's sent you a message on Facebook. Is there any sort of blogging or video posts that you're doing? We don't really blog too much. We have a couple of blog posts, but um, it, it's too many things at once have gotten kind of overwhelmed right. with us. Um, so our main focus has been Instagram um, because we're able to reach our ideal client by kind of talking about our lives and about like, you know, how we fit nutrition into our lives. And then we'll throw in some recipes and, um, some little like nutrition tips every once in a while too on there. And then Instagram stories is really can work really well too, because we can kind of give them a glimpse into our life. Imagine sharing some personal experiences and maybe even having some client testimonials. Have you had any uh, clients want to write anything up for you? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're working on that too. Um, with our, we're, we just changed our name to Long Run Nutrition. So with that name change, we're going to be um, revamping our website, and um, we'll probably get like a Google um, business thing, yeah, uh, Google and business page up, and then we'll be putting up t testimonials. Yep, yeah, and we're trying to get some of our clients too to maybe do a little video testimonial mm. too, because I know that that can be helpful as well. So sure, and I guess we should mention your old name as well in case. Uh, People run across that too. So that's KNF Nutrition. Right. Yeah. Our previous clients may recognize KNF Nutrition. Do you have a major success story you'd like to share? Uh, I had um, a good client who, I mean, it wasn't, it was a major success for her, but she always struggled because she would travel a lot um, for her job. And so she would always have to eat out for business dinners and with clients and all that. And she'd be traveling. And, and so with that, we focused on how to pick appropriate and healthy things for her, um, things that would fuel her body and make her feel good at restaurants when she was going out. So I always told her to plan where she was going. And so for a while she would send me all the list of the places she was going and I'd scope out some restaurants and things for her. And then she was able to do it on her own. So she was able to travel and go places and not feel lousy about having to eat out for every meal because she knew things that she could pick that would work for her and make her feel good. And so that was really, cause then she can go on and use those tools for her life. You know, it's mm. a life skill. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I had a client who I was working with who um, would restrict her food. She was severely under eating. Um, and she was also a runner and she had actually developed rhabdo uh, myolysis, which is basically a breakdown of your muscle tissue because she wasn't feeling her body properly. So she reached out to me. She realized that she needed to change her habits and I was able to get her to eat more. And then in result, she was able to, um, increase her, um, she started to weight train a little bit. She was increasing her muscle mass and then her, um, race times decreased. Wow. Yeah. And that, that brings up an important point because you obviously think of nutrition and, and people losing weight, but certainly in the athletic world and sports that are demanding of weight and, you know, every pound matters that it's, it's just a bigger problem as, as people being underweight in that world. Right. And many women will restrict their food. Um, even, even if you're not technically, um, by society standards, thin or skinny, you, a lot of women will still restrict their food. And so our job is to kind of bring them back up to where they should be eating. And then they can actually lose weight by eating more, which is a great feeling for us because we love food and we want them to enjoy food too. Yep, they'll reach a plateau where they're like, oh my gosh, I can't lose. I just want to lose this last five pounds or feel, you know, I have 
you know, this going on and I just can't lose it because they're eating 900 calories a day. And they're like, yeah. I can't decrease this anymore. And I'm like, no, you need to increase it. You know, that's it. You need to eat more because your body's just holding on to everything it can. Mm -hmm. So you can't get past that plateau. Right. And when, when you're working with athletes who are training for a specific event, whether it's a marathon or ultra or even something a little bit shorter, do you work your nutrition plans around that date and, and say, you know, here's the week leading up to, and maybe even specifically the night before or morning of? Yeah, for sure. That um, race nutrition is really important. And a lot of people don't know um, anything about carb loading, like increasing their carbohydrate intake before a bigger race or um, sometimes people might have digestive issues before like a run or um, a bike race. So we kind of work with them and find foods that um, will help them to fuel their body without causing any GI distress. Right, because that, that's something that happens a lot. Somebody will get close to their, their big event and then suddenly for whatever reason, try something new or different that they've never done before because they read about it in a book or magazine and you can, you can ruin months of training with a couple bad meals, right? Oh For yeah, because sure. it all comes down to the race day, and then so we try to tell clients the week or even five days before not to try anything, no, no change, major changes in the in the diet. Don't go out and eat something you've never had before. <laughs> right. So you'd say you guys are pretty happy with the progress you've made in your business so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we would love to be able to make this full time, um, but obviously, we know it's not like an overnight thing and we need to put the work in and gain experience and I'm kind of happy that we're growing a little bit slower because we're able to kind of learn who we are and the ideal client that we want to have um, if we were to grow really fast we probably be overwhelmed. yeah we'd be overwhelmed <laughs> and we might not be able to um, focus on our individual clients as well so yeah we're really happy with where we are Okay. Is there a particular, and not necessarily you have to share it with me, but is there a specific uh, revenue goal or a certain number of, of clients when you're saying, okay, today's, today's the day when I hit this number, I'm going to walk in and quit my day job? I, I feel like even if I were to hit that number, I still would wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would want to make my probably same salary I make. And then obviously more than that, because that's always the goal. But I think I would feel comfortable if I could, you know, make what I make now working full time, but yeah. doing something that I enjoy even more. Yeah. Working and I home. imagine it's as much a time issue as an income issue too. You don't want to get at the point where you're shortchanging your nutrition clients just because you don't have enough time because you're still working full time, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Any future ideas for different marketing or just growth ideas? Well, growth, I think once we get more clients um, and we start to to build a little bit we'd love to have like an actual physical like office space okay. that's our own because yeah. right now it's just not like paying rent to rent something like that is just not what we need right now um, we're working out of um, multi-sports academy in Hampton okay. um, and the gym owner there is wonderful and she um, lets us use a room in there to see our clients. Um, yeah, but for sure we would love to have like our own space that we can, you know, decorate and <laughs> have fun with. Yeah, and that it can be ours. Um, and as, I mean, as for business goals, we just want to grow with the clients that are our ideal clients and have, yeah, we're just, have we're success. just working really hard to make sure that our clients are happy and have a success because we know that they're going to be the greatest marketing tool, um, with their testimonials and their word of mouth. Um, we encourage them if they know anybody who they think will be a good fit to, um, let them know that 
we're accepting new clients. Um, and I think also in the future, we might want to do like some like classes or um, some speaking events, um, maybe some webinars or like 30 day programs, something like that. Okay. Sounds like you got some great ideas. Is there any yeah. other particular partnerships that have worked really well or ideas you have for working with other professionals, whether it's, uh, whether it's personal trainers or anything like that that you think could, could grow your business? Uh, well, working at a multi-sports academy, um, the owner, Dawn, is, like Kelly said, she's wonderful. And she always will offer you know, a discount to if any of our clients want to work out at her gym, mm -hmm. uh, take classes with her, personal train. Um, and then a person who's really done us well has been Dwayne, um, always says nice things about us and vice versa. And he Dwayne from spark physical from spark, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, and he's, he's really great too. Um, yeah, he's therapist. actually, yeah, he's been really helpful with me with, um, teaching me how to do the marketing side of things and, um, just having, having another person in the medical field is really helpful because if he ever has any clients that might need nutrition needs, he can refer and vice versa. If we are seeing an athlete who has like, um, tendonitis or some type of type of muscle strain, we could say, Hey, we know a great physical therapist. So it's really helpful to be able to collaborate with mm -hmm. other. And he built up his business. So he knows kind of where we're at so that yeah. it's nice to have, you know, someone like that. Right. And if, if you're working closely with him, it isn't necessarily a referral, a complete handoff. I imagine there's some sort of back and forth there. I mean, the injury could be something that's a physical issue or it could be, you know, a, a nutritional issue. Maybe they're just not eating enough or not getting the protein they need. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think our biggest thing right now is we're just kind of working on a rebrand right now. In the beginning, we were, we started our business and we were just kind of, you know, accepting anybody um, as clients. And now we're really kind of focused more on active women in, you know, their thirties, forties who are sick of yo-yo dieting and fad dieting and want something that's going to work and, um, be able to eat for life and be, feel confident in their body and their skin and, um, have more energy for their activities. Okay. And, um, are you doing anything with, uh, with pregnant women or, or new mothers? Um, not in particular. Um, I have experience obviously with pregnancy and new moms, so we can always accommodate them. Um, but we're not like specific prenatal postnatal okay. nutrition. If somebody wants to, um, work with us as they're getting back into shape and, um, learning how to eat and, you know, eating around their family schedules and things like that, we would obviously love to help them too. Okay. And how, what's the best way for people to contact you or to start the process? <clears throat> they can visit our website, um, longrunnutritionrg.com, or um, our Instagram is longrunnutrition. Facebook okay. also, longrunnutrition. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and you have a lot of that. Uh, we talked about the initial survey. You have some of that on your website, right? So if someone wants to contact us, um, they can always, um, our email information is on our website too, but they can fill out the little application form and that just kind of gives them a little snapshot of what our, what we look for in a client too, because essentially we want to, we want them to like us and work for them, you know, and it's 
has to build a relationship. So if they see something in that application that's not really for them, then they know that they can look somewhere else, but it kind of gives them a little snapshot of what we do. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much for, for being on and I appreciate the time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us.